Okay. All right. It is February 2nd, and it is Meal Tip Tuesday. Thank you for tuning on. I want to thank our awesome sponsors. We got a couple of really good ones. We got the Boyd Ranch Meal Ride. Scott, you want to say something about the Boyd Ranch Meal Ride? Um, we got a clinic there. Yeah. It's in Wickenburg, Arizona. Yep. So our clinic is what they, it's during the week. Our clinic is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the rides start Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I think Sunday. I'm not sure. But no, um, Saturday for sure. It's a lot of fun. We've, uh, we've only been there once. We were supposed to be there twice. Yeah. We got canceled out last year. But really good food. That's my favorite. Yes. Good food, good people. Um, they got a lot of trails. And, uh, and our they host there guides. is awesome, too. Yep. So yep. Lisa Takas. Lisa Takas, our host there, and doing a really good job. And um, Lisa's great. She hosts she a couple is. clinics for us. She hosts uh, uh, Wickenburg, and then she also hosts uh, Sedona, our private clinic there. So, anyways, if you want more information on the Boyd Ranch Mule Ride, look up uh, boydranch.org. All right. And our second sponsor, who has been so generous to us for a long time now, is Meals and More Magazine. Corey Daniels, we sure appreciate her support. And her magazine's awesome. If you guys don't subscribe to that, you gotta look it up. Mealsandmore.com and subscribe. And they have a email, or a, what am I thinking? A digital version of their magazine now, too. So I didn't even know um, that. The paper stuff is, you know, I like, I like the physical magazine. But, um, you know, those of you that are digital, just on your phones, we know how that is. Because we just built our online video library for that type of person, you know, and yeah. uh, anyways, they'll serve you that way too. So big thanks to those sponsors. If you guys ever get a chance, tell, tell them thank you for uh, supporting these podcasts so that you guys can get this information for free all the time. Um, what else? We just got back from Florida. Yes. Had fun. And I just did, um, I'm starting to do clinic debriefs. So did you listen to it yet? No, I didn't know you posted yep. it. When did you record it? This morning. Oh, well, I've been busy. You've been busy. <laughs> You've been busy schooling the kids. Um, <clears throat> but this year I'm going to do clinic debriefs. So after every clinic, I'm going to jump on and talk about highlights. Um, what's up? So highlights, low lights. <laughs> <laughs> there's highs and there's lows. Uh, there's ups and downs. So jump on the podcast, Everyday Mealmanship with Ty Evans, if you're not subscribed to that. The folks are listening later on the podcast will think it's silly that I say that. I know. You know, but... Um, That's right. Yeah, if you're... You know, we're live on Facebook right now, so if you guys don't subscribe to that free podcast, you should. And you can hear about the clinic. We had a meal there. I talked about um, Bonnie's meal, bolting. That yes. was the highlight. And talk... Because that <laughs> so comes up... People are like, what are you talking about? That was the highlight? That was the highlight <laughs> for me because we helped her. Yeah. It was a highlight because well, it was she, hard we, she worked her. at it yeah. and she got better. And by the end of the clinic, it was better. Yeah. She was doing really so good. I was, was super impressed, Bonnie, if she gets on here with your on. just dedication to that, you know? Mm -hmm. She took everything Ty said and really put it to use. So yeah, she it did. was really awesome to see. That was one, you know, because I was in the arena here and there filming, trying to get some stuff for our video library. But that was one that I wish, 
You know, I wish I could know ahead of time which one to follow through the clinic all the way through. <laughs> yeah. Because that would have been really cool to see her from the beginning and all the way through that. But mm -hmm. I never know. <laughs> she did She did really good. She did. It was a fun clinic. Um, a lot of Everybody worked hard there. Yeah. We were great um, people yeah, at that clinic. People, so. It was really fun. Anyways, if you want to hear that clinic debrief as well as every other clinic, I'm going to try to do that every clinic. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. I think it would be fun. See, I just do stuff and then ask Sky later. <laughs> yeah, he does. Sometimes like, hey, people... by the way, Sky, we have a video library. Like... Oh, wow. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's on. I'm like, oh, really? Or he puts out the schedule. He's like, hey, I put the schedule. Oh, wow, where are we going? Yep. <laughs> people ask me questions all the time, like, as if I might know something. I don't ever know anything. Yeah. I just wait till the end for Ty to give me the information. Because he changes his mind a lot. I do change my mind. <laughs> I'm a fickle person. I, I just wait till he gives me the info. Okay. Ready to do this? Let's get into our tip for the day. So, actually, Christy Kovner um, sent me a Marco Polo. It's a cool, it's a cool it's app. An app. Um, it's like a video app. Anyway, she sent me a Marco Polo, and this is like months ago. Um, but she sent it to me, and she says, you know, she's she's got a horse named Charlie, uh, really good horse. Um, I really like Charlie, and. She, Christy is, she's just about ready to advance to the Hackamore. She's gone through the Snaffle-Bit checklist. She's working on these things. She's doing a really good job, and she's ready to advance. So, but her question <laughs> is, how do you stay focused as you advance? And for a lot of people, this is a challenge, and maybe... Maybe for you, this is a challenge as you get further down the line. And I feel like this is why a lot of people quit. Mm -hmm. They get content. I have a hard time with this as well. But you get content. Like it's good enough. You get, yeah, that phrase, good enough. Um, you get content and you just get stuck. And you don't move on. Mm. Maybe, and there's a few reasons. Well, I've said before, my thing is not knowing when to push for yep. the next thing like you know, that's something that I struggle with is knowing when to move on. So I talked with her a little bit about some of these things. I thought it'd be good to share with everybody. Um, and the hard part is, is like, like we we're just saying, the further you get the line, the harder it is. This stuff gets more challenging as you go further up the line. See, anybody can be a cult starter. And there's like a, what's that saying that, you know, all you need to be, what? A horse trainer. What is that? It is all, the only qualification you need to have um, to have a business card is to be a horse trainer or, or a cult starter. Like, you, you can get, if, you, if you're a cult starter, you can have a business card, you know? Yeah. Um, there's cult starters I thought on. it was the other way around, too, or, well, if you, yeah. if you have a business card, you can be a horse trainer. That's right. <laughs> or wait. That's right. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, there's cult stars in every corner, and it's easy to start cults. Um, some of you listening might be like, what is he talking about? Easy to start cults. It might be intimidating to you listening. But as far as the mechanics of it. It's more simple. Well, it's instant gratification. Yeah. You get excited like, yes, they stood still the saddle today. <laughs> yes, they stood still the mount. Oh, look, they, 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 uh, they were able to bend to the right better today. Um, you know, I, I trotted for the first time. Mm -hmm. I loped for the first time. Um, I crossed water for the first time. Like there's all these firsts and cults starting 
that are instant gratification. And so it is easy, it's easy to stay focused. And just saying it's easy in general is probably not the wise phrase to say. Sure. But but it's but it's 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 easy to be gratified. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like for me, I'm teaching my girls homeschool, you know. It's so much easier to teach Swayze the kindergarten stuff, yep. you know, because it's like, woohoo, you knew that letter, great job, <laughs> you know. Yep. And then with Ellie, it's a lot harder and, or not harder, but it's just a lot more. Yeah. And, you know, as you guys advance, the hard part is staying with it. And this is her question, staying focused, because you can, I mean, let's just say, okay, we're going to work on, um, Simple lead changes. Well, it, I mean, you don't get very excited to do a simple lead change, but you got to do thousands of them, literally thousands of them, before you can do flying lead change. Or everyone wants to side pass, yep. but they don't want to. Everyone wants to side pass, but the pieces of it yeah. are challenging. Um, half pass, haunches in. You know, everybody wants to go on a pack trip. I shouldn't say everybody, <laughs> but a lot of people do. You want to go on a pack trip, but it's a lot of work to to do, to get there, and it's not it's not an instant gratification type thing. So we talked about staying focused. One of the easiest ways for me to stay focused is to stick to the process and the checklist. Go in order, and as soon as you guys learn the order of operations, basically the order of things, you know, you have to have this in place before this can happen. It really helps you. And then you just, I work my way up every day, like Riata. Riata is not too far off of Christy's horse that she's asking about. I work my way up as far as we can get, and then I work my way back down. Back down is the most important piece because you need to end on something they're successful at, they're good at, they're confident. You know, it's funny, I was thinking about that today with doing school with the girls, because we hit a point, I was like, oh, we hit the wall, you know, we're talking mm -hmm. about with the mules, we hit the wall with the kids, and I'm like, now we gotta go back down to something there, end on a good note, something they're good at, you know, it makes a difference. If, if you end on something hard every day. It's not fun, you don't wanna go. They're gonna get sick of it. They don't wanna do it again tomorrow. And it's no different with kids, or with yeah. the mules, like if you, if you just push to the max level. And then quit. And then stop, that sucks. Like, that really sucks. That's not fun. That was my aha and, today. <laughs> and it's even the same thing for us while we ride. And, and this is why I want to bring it up. Because this is more, this question is more for the human. Staying focused. If, if you push yourself to that where, where it's, um, it's basically a burnout, you're like, gosh. Okay, all right, this is too hard. Let's, let's call it quits. You, you end on a, on a low note. Am I making sense here? So... That's one suggestion. When it's not really a suggestion for me, it's like a commandment. <laughs> so, um, it's a must. I stick to it. Um, ride with a plan and don't be reactionary. So, I wrote this down because the plan is also the checklist, but I do have goals. Like, I'd like to get a little further, or I'd like to get here, or do this, or this, or this. And don't be reactionary. Um, and in the clinics, we talk about the difference between reactionary and responsive. So reacting to up to highs and lows is you just following the horse or the mule, basically 
you're just another herd animal. And this, what I'm trying to suggest here is to be responsive. So if this happens, what do you do? You know, and, and it's really easy formula for me now. Once I figured out this little, uh, yeah, formula, it's, it's all gotten a lot easier when, you know, okay, well, they just ran off with me. We just ran, we just ran down the mountain. Okay, we, we've just covered a half mile pretty quick. How, what do you do about that? You know, I'm not going to react and freak out with it. I'm going to respond to it. And how I respond to it is I go back to what the mule is good at. I'm not going to do something that they've never done. I'm going to go back to what they're good at and try well, to get this They were already things. uncomfortable yeah. for one reason or another. You don't want to go make them more. Now, Christy's not really dealing with problems like that. But that was that was one thing that you, you re respond to what the animal needs and... And for this particular example, it's more like, okay, well, oh, geez, I just tried to haunch his in and that fell apart. I just tried to pony another mule and that fell apart. I just tried to rope, that fell apart. I just tried to... This sounds like um, all the things I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it falls apart. Well, don't, don't, don't react, respond. So that's, that's another one. And then one of her last questions with this was basically... Well, what do you do if if you don't know what it feels like? Like as you as you progress these moves, if you don't if you've never ridden this, how do you know what it feels like? And that's what fellas like me are for. That's why you come to clinics. That's why um, we do video coaching. That's you know, there's people like me. Also, technology is so cool. You guys just set up your camera, and you can use your imagination because well, I've seen some stuff. <laughs> Right, like what do you mean? I mean, like, I've done a oh, video coaching. Videos? Yeah, I've done a video coaching session where I, I was I asked the lady, I'm like, how come this, one side of the camera is kind of blurred out? She's like, oh, sorry, that's my duct tape. She had her phone <laughs> duct taped to the round pan so I could watch her. But but what I'm saying is is you could set up your camera, like your cell phone or whatever, and film yourself, and and get a feel for it and think about it and go back and watch. Anybody can do that if you have a cell phone. And you can have a pretty old cell phone and do that, you know. So. Or make friends that want to work make on friends. It with you. Yeah, that was another suggestion is ride with people that have high standards. And Christy can do that. She's got friends. She's got to travel a little bit. She's got to travel all the way to Utah um, to find me. Yeah. <laughs> but ride with people that help you and that are also striving to be better. So anyways, that's my tip or some tips how to stay focused. Any, uh, and thoughts, really. Thoughts? Any <laughs> remarks to that? Anything else? Um, have fun. Keep it, keep it fun as you progress. you got to be having fun because it can get really It gets more irritating. tedious It is go, tedious. And, it's, and the rewards are small because you yeah. work at something for months to, and, little, and you really don't see, um, as, uh, really, as you get toward the end of the snaffle bit stage into the hackamore, you, you don't see daily results anymore. And that's where people, people fall off. They fall off. Not their the, meals, but the they wagon. fall off the they fall off the progression. Yeah. They quit the progression. And they say it's good enough. I got it. It's all right. Yeah. If you guys finish out your meals and make bridal meals truly following the process, you guys are among a very small group of people. Well, I think staying focused too, like, you know, my mind always goes back to schooling my girls, but yep. I have to follow. I have to have some kind of curriculum to follow, or else I don't know where or what to teach them. Yep. Because I'm not, 
you know, the trainer, <laughs> you know? So with mules, you have somebody like Ty that knows what to do and he's put together what we call the checklist and things like that, that you know what to follow. So you know what comes next and you know what you're building towards. And I think that's a big help, yeah. you know? Have help, have a mentor. Yeah. Cool. Um, if you are watching live, I would love to hear your comments on today's mule tip. Let's get to some questions. Well, that was kind of a question, but yeah. we got more questions. I got a question that came in from uh, Ken Kaczynski up in Wisconsin. Um, Ken writes, one of my mule lopes on a right circle, in a right circle. He kicks out with his left hind foot. Uh, he'll do this a few times. What's the best way to handle this? So why he's kicking, um, I'm like, I'm not sure if he's like, you know, the question if he's like really like kicking out high or something, or if he's maybe cross firing. Yeah. If they're loping, so maybe on his fronts, he's loping on the right lead. On his hinds, he's he's loping on the left lead. This will feel really funky, and they'll try to like, they'll try to jump their hind end over. He may the mule may be doing that. I don't really know the details. If he is, restart. Um, you can get a get build a haunches in, and that'll help you get a get a uh, be able to lope off on the correct lead. But let's just say the mule's kicking out when it lopes, like it's like ticked off. He's saying no like, thanks. Nope, and it's kicking out. What do you do? In that case, Ken, it's really, really simple. I would just shift up and down, trot, lope, trot, lope, trot, lope, back and forth. And as soon as the mule can go into that, into that lope smoothly without kicking, I would just relax. And we talked about this in previous podcasts, don't jerk them down to slow down. But I would just relax and let the mule walk for a long time like maybe three, four, five minutes, just walk on, on loose rein, and then I'd go through it again. And I'd probably do it two or three times, two or three rounds just like that in a day, and then leave it alone. So anyways, Ken, I hope that helps you. Let me know what you think. Are you on here, Ken? I didn't see his name yet. I didn't notice. But Ken, if you're on here, say thank you. Just <laughs> <laughs> tell him what to say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me know what you think of that. <laughs> You can say thank you. If you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, you better say thank you too. Because this is a big question, a lot of reading. No, I'm just kidding. So, Jeremy wrote in. He wrote Jerem's this. Jeremy's a good friend. Jeremy's a good way. buddy of mine. You can tease him. Ken's a friend of mine too. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, Ken, uh, or Jeremy writes in. He says, uh, so he's got a meal. He's been working through the Everyday Mealmanship Challenge all year. Um, this meal, when he rides with a group, gets chargy meaning wants to catch up doesn't want to be left behind charge pushing through jerem jerem says to to accommodate this to fix this he does circles serpentines rolls the hinds rolls the front etc all great things but the only problem is is when he goes to do this he'll slide down the rain like we teach sending that pre-signal he slides down the rain and he says that mule just braces and just Basically, he can't turn him. He can't get him turned. And it's not like it's a runaway or bolting or something. Yeah, I saw. Um, not like it's bolting or something. He just can't turn it. It just braces up. So he's wanting to know, and this is, again, the biggest trouble when he's in a group. He wants some words to wisdom. He also sent me a, a follow-up email, just an update, and he says that this past weekend he, he took it slower 
and approached it a little differently, meaning he was a little bit different. He, he, he used his hands a little differently. And uh, No, he's running. Okay. Um, so, Jerem, you're on the right track, buddy. You, you got a lot of good things going. The exercises are all great. The, the, the things you're doing, you're, you're right on task. And, and you guys that are watching, Jerem is a good hand. He's a good friend of mine, good, good with meals. He's really good. So this isn't some novice dude trying to figure this out. He's, he's good. When they are bracy, when, they, when you go to pick up on the reins and they brace and push, that tells me a couple things. Number one, it tells me that I have probably been too abrupt with my hands before. So I've, I've, I've been too choppy grabbing the reins and I've done that. And then the other thing is I have found that their feet are not as loose as I want them to be. Cause a lot of people blame it on a neck. They say, Oh, that mule's got a stiff neck. I can't bend it while it's running. <laughs> you know, I can't bend. Well, it all starts in a hind foot. Well, there's some that can bend and just keep they on going. They <laughs> can't. You got to get to the feet. You got to get to the feet. So, Jerem, this is going to be really challenging, but you, you practice, practice, practice while the getting is good. Get that meal just so soft. Uh, hundreds of rounds of these. Make it good. Roll the hinds, leave them alone. Roll the hinds, roll the front, leave them alone. And build it over and over. But here's the biggest tip for you today, Jerem, and, uh, because you got the rest of it going, really. Time up with those feet. If you can time up with those feet, you will get past that brace. What's the correct timing? As the foot leaves the ground. So, and this is going to be hard. That meal's going to be charging and running off with you to catch up with everybody else. Count those feet. You need, I need to be able to feel the feet at a walk, trot, lope. Be able to feel the different beats. So, I would, I would try to time up with the inside. So, say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bend them to the right. I'm going to try to pick uh, pick up on the right hind foot leaving the ground, Jerem. And when it does, that's when I will draw up on the rein and be smooth about it. Um, well, and something I see people do a lot at the clinics is when they go to roll the hinds, they do it in like one shoom move, like it needs to be done now. Yeah. But often it takes a few steps yep. between sliding down and bringing the head around to get there yeah. right yes if you watch some of the videos on the like on the video library i've i've broke it down and i've gotten better over the years too but practice when, when you're practicing have timing with those feet as the as the inside hind is leaving the ground that's when you roll the hinds the the better you can Smooth. get it yeah when it's all is good then yep. the mule will almost almost be like i don't know it's, not muscle memory but well, like yeah they got I mean, this connections built they know yeah. what it means and but that time of the feet is critical so jeremy that's my big tip for you let me know what you think of that buddy i appreciate the question always always like your you insight kinda, i feel like you want those exercises like something like that in a stressful situation to be almost a comfort for them you're like hey i got you it should be you know it, like this is something yeah. we know and you need to stick with me rather than like a punishment you know yeah and that's why we you know we in the clinics we talk so much about um practicing while the practicing is good so that it is a comfort. So that, yeah. you know, things that trouble them that are scared. It can bring them back down yep, to earth. <laughs> go back to this. Okay, last question uh, from Catherine Brown. Um, Catherine wrote in, she said, would you talk about donkeys or other equine needing, quote, think time before they respond? 
and about how to build how to build toward getting a prompt response. And she went further in the email talking about her her donkey. You know, she'll ask it a question and it'll be a real lag time before she's getting the answer. And this is normal. This is normal in the beginning when they don't understand Catherine. When they're first learning, this is normal um, for them to process. And that is a, a donkey thing for sure. Um, that processing, you know, horses are more reactive. Donkeys are way more analytical. And then you get the mules that are somewhere in between. Um, they just fall somewhere in between. I mean, they could be, they're, they're both. I mean, yeah. you got Dally that's very reactive. She's very, very reactive. She's more reactive than most horses I run into. Yeah. And then I got a couple of mules out here that are, that are, they analyze. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so know that it's normal. This is how I set it up though. This is what we teach in the clinics. This is what we teach and preach all the time. Give them a good deal and then follow up, follow through, firm up as needed. So let's take the very first piece of the groundwork is how I teach my mules to be prompt. Step number one, clearing the front. That's the first thing we teach. And we give them a good deal. We, we lift up on that rein. So say you're facing your donkey or your mule and you want to send them to your right. I'm gonna pick up my right arm and I'm not gonna pull on that rein. I'm gonna have a little bow in it. There's gonna be a little slack in it, but I am picking it up and I have intention and I'm thinking about the foot I wanna move. In the beginning, when I'm very first teaching this, there might be literally a one second or maybe a two second delay. One, two, and then I would drive and as they progress with time, uh, I, will I will maybe drive them just a little bit more, but I always give them a good deal. And I promise you guys, if you give your mule, your donkey, a good deal and then firm up as needed, they will make progress. And They'll get the idea. The delay, though, doesn't need to be five seconds. Yeah, it's just a moment. A, a moment. Like, I I'm literally one second to two seconds. You give them a, One, two, a moment go. to respond to yep. your ask, and they say, I don't know what that means, then you let them know what that means. The other thing, for example, this 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 example I'm using, this uh, clearing the front, the very first step of the groundwork, set it up for success. Make it easy for your mule, your donkey, your horse to understand this. And we teach this. You can watch this in any of the videos we've done um, or the clinics. You know, if you're looking at your mule, your, your donkey, you're right in front of it, and they have that left front foot forward, well, that's the foot I'm gonna to try to send first. So if you're staring, if you're looking directly at, you're facing your animal, that left front foot is gonna offer you a nice chance to send them to your right, which is their left, um, and, and clear that front. So, so you ask the foot that's gonna be easiest uh, to move, and you, you teach it that way. Another one of those timing easy. up with the feet things, yep. you know? Yep, the easier so. you can figure that stuff out, the easier it is for the animal to figure out what you want them to do. Absolutely. Anyways, um, Catherine, if you're on here, um, you can say thanks too. <laughs> um, let, let me know what you guys think of these questions and these answers today. I love to hear your feedback. Um, I appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Tuesdays. Uh, I'm getting ready to, to fly out to Texas tomorrow. Gonna gonna head down there and do a clinic. It's a... Uh, it's great turnout. It's a full clinic, yeah. full clinic down there and just outside of Houston in, in Winnie, Texas. So looking forward to that. So all you Texas friends, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, but we'll, we'll be tuning in again next week, next Tuesday. 
we'll, let's see. Will we? Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll get to Arizona in time. We'll, we'll be, be driving to Arizona, and I'll do it from Arizona. So, uh, thank you guys. If if it's not too much to ask, would you please leave us a review? Especially if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a five star rating, and then also leave us a few remarks. Tell us what you think of these podcasts, Meal Tip Tuesdays, and everything else. So. Hey, thanks for listening. God bless you, and we will see you next week.